Welcome to the Picture Book Look Podcast. I'm Kim Chafee. And I'm Kirstie Call. Together we'll share some of our favorite picture books and chat with their creators to explore the journey from story idea to bookshelf. We'd love you to join us as we take a picture book look. Hey, Kim. Yes? Can I hound you about something? Kirstie, you can hound me about anything at all. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, because today's book... Hound won't go, just won't go. I mean, I can't stop thinking about the expressive illustrations and Hound's cute little face pressed against the road. Oh, he really is super adorable. And I'm also so impressed that such an elaborate story is told in such few words. Hound Won't Go by Lisa Rogers and Meg Ishihara is the story of a dog who stops in the middle of an intersection and just won't go. And we have both Lisa and Meg here today to chat with us about their process and the inspiration for this adorable tale. Let's talk. Lisa, I see you have your dog in the background. Yay! I'm assuming (laughs) that he's the one that inspired you to write this book. He is. So we rescued our dog, Tucker, from South Carolina almost 13 years ago. And he was just this incredibly goofy, silly, stubborn beastie, (laughs) 90 pounds. Wow. Um, And we had previously had a Dalmatian who was so good. He he did what you asked him to do. But Tucker, even when we got him, would not get into our car to leave the (laughs) shelter. Oh, wow. We had to go back inside and sheepishly ask for help, which is like the, you know, the first time out of thousands that I've had to ask people to help me with my dog. We love him so much. He's, he's got tons of personality. He had inspired me to write a blog in his voice. And that was before I'd even thought about being a children's author. Oh, wow. I just wrote about his adventures because really our motto is expect the unexpected with this dog. (laughs) (laughs) There was always something to write about because he was so silly and fun. And um, I thought at the time, hey, you know, how I wonder if I could ever turn my blog into a book. Then I just forgot about it, which was really the best thing, because I think that in order for a picture book to be effective, it really has to come from the heart for me anyway. Um, Yes, I totally agree. Yes. Yeah. And so, so it just happened um, finally with, with Hound and um, out for a walk one day, you know, I thought, uh uh-oh, Hound won't go because I was worried (laughs) that he was going (laughs) to stop in the middle of the intersection and then everyone would have to wait and they would stop for him and then he wouldn't leave the curb or we'd be in the middle and that's how it started. So did that actually happen? (laughs) This happens basically on a daily basis with them. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So you're saying there could be a sequel with this? (laughs) Yes, yes. many. (laughs) I think this was the first time that it came to me in rhyme in my head, uh uh-oh, hound won't go. And I thought, no one wants to read exactly what happened. That may spark a story, but it has to be fiction. And so I didn't want it to be Tucker, though it's Tucker, Um, (laughs) because I want it to be universal. And Mm. um, it turns out there are many people out there with stubborn dogs and 
of course, there are many people with stubborn toddlers. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Oh, yes. <laughs> toddlers and dogs, they are very much alike. Yeah. I had a toddler who I put a leash on because I couldn't keep him close to me. And then he refused to go anywhere with a leash on. So I, it didn't help me at all. Oh, you should write goodness. a book about that. <laughs> Seriously. Inspiration everywhere. Speaking no. of inspiration, um, Meg, what inspired you to choose this project to work on? Oh, there's so many different aspects that uh, attracted me to the manuscript. But first of all, I just really fell in love with the character Hound. Mm -hmm. And I mean, anybody who looks at my Instagram will know that I love dogs. I have looked at your Instagram. Yes. Yes, I have too. (laughs) I followed you guys back. (laughs) Um, And I'm just like obsessed with drawing dogs. I have been for the longest time since I was a little girl. Um, And so when Morgan, the art director at Albert Whitman during that time, when she sent me the manuscript, I found myself laughing throughout the story. And at the very end, like it warmed my heart so much, you know, simple phrases that like really speak to you. And I say simple, but I know that these are very carefully selected words by Lisa. And I mean, I know that it took a lot of thought and hard work on your part, Lisa. So I say simple, but it's it's so hard to write simply. And also it's hard to draw simply too. So the simpler it is, the harder it is, I know. So I loved how simple it was. And I felt like it's been a while since I have read like a good rhyming story. Um, yes. So just, I don't know. I fell in love with every aspect of, of the story. So of course I had to say yes. <laughs> I love to hear that. I'm so glad you did. I'm sure Lisa is too. So Lisa, can you give us a look into your writing process for this story? How did you write such a complete story filled with so much heart and so few words? So like all my work, I start by daydreaming, which is what I was doing when that line came into my head. And I had conceived that as the first line of the manuscript. Um, But then my editor, Christina, um, asked me to to give some backstory for why wouldn't Hamlet go. So I had to um, think of that, which I did on more walks with Tucker. Um, (laughs) And I wanted to leave it open, the whole thing really open for the illustrator. Um, I I didn't want to say where the story was set exactly. It could be anywhere. I, I wanted to leave everything up to the illustrator. So it was so cool to see it come out the way it did. And obviously Meg loves dogs. The cover um, illustration looks so much like a picture I have of my dog melting into the sidewalk. (laughs) So cute. I love the cover. I tried to build that story in my mind. So where was he going? Even though I didn't really say in my story where he was going, but I wanted to think of where he might've been going. Why did he stop? Once I got him into, into the intersection, I had to then go how to get him out of the intersection. What would be the thing that set him off going? And um, really the key for me was thinking of the ending because I think Mm -hmm. endings are so hard. When I thought of that endearing, cuddly ending, I just knew that it was right. It just felt so right for the story. Um, But initially I had many more words, well, not that many more, but he was (laughs) in a lot of other silly situations. And with the editor's critique, which I was lucky enough to get, and my, the help of my critique group, I was able to kind of slim it down just into one main problem 
end solution. And I think that was really the key to the success of the book. It is so simple. And yet I feel like it takes us on such an emotional journey. I'm blown away by how simple storyline and yet such carefully chosen words partnered Mm -hmm. with the art that just creates so much emotion. And that's what we want with picture books. The art is so expressive. You know, you really, Meg, did such a good job of showing how Hound is feeling. And it does. It just enhances the really lovely and lyrical rhyming text. Oh, thank you. (laughs) So can you give us a look into your illustrative process? You draw a lot of dogs already, but do Mm -hmm. you go out and just watch dogs or do you... (laughs) Do you have a dog? Do you have a dog? I have two dogs. Yay! But I have two chihuahuas. Did they make it into the book? Yes. Both of them made it into the book. Yay! How do you work as an illustrator? First off, I really appreciated the fact that Lisa left so much room for me to work with and to use my imagination that we don't know where he's going and there's no, like, description of what Hound looks like. And yet... um, as soon as I was reading the manuscript, like Lisa's words really painted pictures in my head and it was very clear to me what Hound would look like. And I think also for the cover, um, my vision sort of just met the publishers and they were like, we were thinking about the dog in the middle of, you know, the intersection and there's like a car at the back and he's like plopped on the ground. And I was like, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It was really perfect. I, did do a few sketches of what uh, what I think Hound might look like and uh, settled with what we have in the final product. And so first I, I drew storyboards to make sure that everything flowed nicely. And, um, and then there were like two sketching stages. Um, and so once the sketches were approved, we went straight to color, but... I often take a long time trying to figure out color palettes for my illustrations, but it was so pretty easy um, deciding on the color palette for this book because I tend to gravitate towards softer colors, but somehow like vivid colors seem to fit Hound's personality. Bold colors kind of fit his personality. So I went with that. And also it takes place in stormy weather. So I wanted to make sure that Hound pops out and also his owner's clothes would pop out. Um, so that kids can just easily spot him in, on pages. Um, so smart. So that's the process. I love that. I do too. I mean, he is bold. And so I love that you chose that color palette. It just fits perfectly. Um, and the expressions that you give him are just incredible. Oh, what they really are. So much with his oh. eyes and my, <laughs> when he yawns. <laughs> And not only with the dogs, not only with Hound, but also the people in the background (laughs) and the owner, the expression is just, it it tells its own story. It's wonderful. It's really so much fun. It's just such a great book for kids and adults. So we have another question for both of you. We want to know when someone reads this book, what do you hope that they feel? Or learn. Do you want to start, Lisa? Well, first, I hope they'll feel um, the importance of mindfulness in your life, that you don't always have to be rushing everywhere, and that it's okay for 
whatever creature <laughs> you love to be a little bit irascible because that's life. I remember when I would pick up my daughter from the bus stop and I would have just gotten to the bus stop in time from work. I would have like dashed home from work, got change. I wouldn't even get change. I'd meet her at the bus stop and then she would, you know, dawdle all the way home, like all the way, like the 30 feet home from the bus stop. <laughs> and I'd be dying to change and, and move on with my day. And, and I, I just had to tell myself, this is such a special time to be together and it's okay. And noticing things and um, giving room for other people to take their time is super important. So really for me, it's all about the love that you have for someone special, being patient with them. And you have to realize that even though things don't always go perfectly, that love will always be there. So um, I've learned that with my dog because he's <laughs> perfect, but I love him because he is imperfect. Oh, oh I love that. <laughs> I love that. How about you, Meg? What do you hope someone who reads this book takes away? How do they feel? I, it's really simple, but I just really hope they feel, they find joy in just reading this book um, and that they feel happy by the end of it. I think with all of my illustrations, that is my goal. If it can make them smile, even just for a little bit, then I know that I've done my job. And I think, you know, the, this book was published <laughs> during lockdown, <Yes. laughs> and, like the thick of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I'm sure, I mean, it was tough, but at the same time, I'm glad that it was published during that time because I think it did bring some joy to uh, kids and hopefully adults during a very tough time and I hope it made them laugh and we had a uh, an online meeting uh event uh with the writing barn a couple months ago and um that was the first time I saw like kids reacting to the story and as Lisa was reading the book they were just like smiling and laughing at some of the parts and um and that just kind of made my day it was so great to see them reacting to the story in that way and that it made them smile. It just warmed my heart. <laughs> we want to thank Lisa Rogers and Meg Ishihara for joining us today and giving us a look into their creative process for Hound Won't Go. Check out the show notes to learn more about Lisa and Meg and the other fabulous work they have out in the world. And remember, if you have a picture book that you love and you think we might love it too, send us an email at picturebooklook2 at gmail.com. That's picturebooklook and the number two at gmail.com. Happy looking! <laughs>